This podcast has been adapted from our YouTube channel. To enjoy the full experience, head to YouTube and search fullboost.com.au and this podcast title. Well, this is another video, a 1300 horsepower VL Turbo we did. Motor won't last long with no air filter, LOL. Thousands of dust particles in the air. Dust particles, Luke. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Don't worry, don't worry about that uh, the block's trying to cope with 1300 horsepower. Seven second passes, 1300 horsepower. Get out the microscope to see some dust particles because that's going to be the end of everything. Another Hoon story, because you know we love our Hoon stories. This was a family run business that had been raided. It's the latest in a statewide Hoon crackdown. With police seizing cars and arresting a father and his two sons. Letting off some steam in lockdown. Nowhere to go, these alleged hoons turn a Pakenham workshop into an illegal car meet. Well, it wasn't on a road, it was inside their, I think inside their factory in their front car park, wasn't it? Or in a fact, it was in a factory, yeah? It's funny watching videos online like Adam LZ, Ryan Turak, all the hoonigans where they literally just let her eat, that means burnouts, either in a small driveway or the, uh, in the workshop. Not to mention cars like Cletus where he drives Leroy on the street, that's the, uh, the Corvette, which is like a skeleton car with no panels. Twin turbos mm. hang, hanging out. And then it goes, then here in Australia, arrested. A popular car would have been a VR VS Commodore, wouldn't it? V6 Manga Machine, right? Did you see that a VS Commodore just sold for one million bucks? Wasn't any, uh, hang on, this is a VS Commodore? I always get confused, VR VS, same thing. Same, same. Do you remember when these cars came out, how much of a laughing stock it was? It came out, it was on the front cover of Wheels or Motor. One of those, right? It came out and they go, this is gonna be the new HSV. GDS, GDSR, they were calling it, whatever. And it was like, there is no way, yeah, that's just like some artist rendering. There's no way it's gonna look like that. And then a few months later, it came out and it was, it was spot on. The car itself is actually fairly plain though. And then they've just stuck on this clothesline on the rear window. How, how on earth did that rear wing how was that adr approved on australian roads if you stuck that on your car now no way you get a road with you on that surely did you see the video of the uh the original uh, the guy who sort of created that car it was, no. it was interesting to watch he wa he wanted a hsv and he rang them up and said i want some. it's quite interesting we'll put a maybe we'll put a link in the comments i think lloyd's auctions did it and he was he rang them obviously this is a long time ago but he worked with them for the best part of a year and that's sort of the car they came up with. Is that why it had the stove hot, optional blue printed engine that made a whopping 215 kilowatts? Five point, this is five liter or 5.7, isn't it? They were a 5.7, yeah, 3.55. I mean, if you got in one of these cars now, I mean, seriously, wouldn't go, wouldn't stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Apparently if you park them in the sun, the headlining um, falls off the car or something. Okay, so the rule is you can't offend anyone. All right. Standard Commodore. You'd have to assume that the right, the rear right brake light wouldn't work. Hang on, what did it, what did it go for? A million and fifty or something? I think just over a million dollars. Then you've got to add on, obviously, the fees. But people are, you know, people are saying this is outrageous. But they did only sell, I think, in Australia, like 75 of them. They sold a few in New Zealand, didn't they? But the same, the same auction, I think it's the same yellow, isn't it? The 
GDSR Malou, which is the HSV Ute, $1.15 million. Surely these are uh, being bought just to be re-raffled again, surely. You can kind of understand the VS going for some dollars because hey, it's build number one and it's what, 25 years old, right? And they didn't make many and it was such a, in a way, every, anyone who knows Holden's knows that car. But it baffles me that people, that someone could pay like a million dollars for a five-year-old Commodore. No, no matter how many were made, like, Jesus, that's... I can't even read this comment it's out. Still, like, it's still, it's, Jordan, it's virtually, it's still under the new car lease period pretty much and you're paying that much. <laughs> Imagine paying that much for a Commodore that went see you next Tuesday up in super cheap, paying extra for your engine to be built to the actual spec it's supposed to be. I actually thought that too. I don't know why mm. they wouldn't, weren't all blueprinted. Mm. And happy with a 14 second quarter. I mean, surely it was a high 14. Then getting chopped by your mates imported R33 that you made jap crap jokes about. I'm sure, who, I'm sure whoever uh, is buying that is thinking, Oh no. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to get chopped by a a 20-year-old R33 boat, like, yeah, come on, man. I, 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 I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, it is funny, like, you think, hang on, no one's buying this car for performance because it doesn't actually have a lot. It's not about that. None of those cars are. Did you see there was a Ford, uh, for, I think it was a Phase 3? Yeah, it would have to be, wouldn't it, for that money? That sold for 1.3 million, mm. and it's yellow, and it's got a, um, what do you call them, like, the vinyl-style roof. You know, a lot of them were black, those roofs. This is like a, it looks like it's beige. Oh, really? Yeah, you sort of look at it and go, that's a really odd, color, odd color combination. The yeah. car's the car's yellow with this beige roof. It's obviously got the right tags though to get that money. Speaking of outrageous cars, Luke, did you see what won uh, Hot Rods Drag Week in, uh, in the USA? Just a, a, another pro mod, is it? Street car. It's always the street car. P people just get irate. All I think is, bloody earth, that's nuts. <laughs> Everyone goes nuts. If you, if you were on the freeway, and some dude in his pro-mod timing a trailer was just, you you know, punting past him. You look at it and go, that is no, no. unreal. You wouldn't be like, oh, no, no. has he got, has he got the correct, he's indicated the correct height and all, you know, it's not a street car and there's no, just because you wouldn't drive it's not a street. And is look, it oh, street? I, is it street legal? Now the winner, David Schroeder, he's won it before in an old Corvette that I think from memory ran a mountain motor. Is that right? His I new, think so, yeah. His new car, but look, he's, he's, over the week though, his average time, 6, 679 at 198, just shy of 200 mile an hour on this streetcar. They do something like 1,500 miles. Streetcar. Over the week. Yeah. So he claims the right of having the fastest car in America. Jordan, if he's the fastest car in America, that means he's the fastest streetcar in the world, surely. Registered. In Australia, this would be a one-way ticket to jail. <laughs> America? Six second streetcars competing in an event. Australia. Task force set up to impound your car for being too low. So true. You mean fastest pro mod with a number plate and cup holders. Salty. Probably doesn't have cup holders. I want a goddamn liter of cola. This is a good comment. And this is what this is from a guy who's done drag week, drag challenge, all the events. I think it's more impressive than it that it is a pro mod. 99% of comments haven't been a drag week or drag challenge, let alone tried and finished. If anyone thinks making a six second car survive 12 to 1500 miles of road driving over a week is easy, you have no idea. This is also a brand new build and Dave's previously won it in his, that's right, the old split window Corvette. That's so true. This car, I think, was only built in the last year or so. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, I, I've uh, been in a competitor's car in 
the Aussie version, and it's a pretty hard week. And, and like you said, imagine doing that in a race. It doesn't matter what you're doing, but the faster the car you're in, you know, the amount of uh, prep work at the track before your race and then to leave is, is crazy. Now, unfortunately, so you all know Street Machine have their uh, version of the event called Drag Challenge. Of course, it's been cancelled like everything's been cancelled this year, so hopefully mm. they get an event up and running. Maybe, you never know, maybe they'll get one up and running earlier next year. Maybe we don't have to wait another whole Jura, year. Jura, 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 Jura. Do you even read the press releases? No. They've got a three-day Victorian-only event coming up in the first, it's in the first three, uh, I think it's March next year, somewhere around No, that's there. good to see though. The last bench talk, there was a lot of blowback about us just even referring to electric cars as being impressive, Luke. We were copping it. You know this channel, Geordie, this channel is fast becoming. The only thing we talk about is uh, electric cars and uh, Volkswagen Golfs. You guys talk up these electric cars so much, but yet none of you own one. None of you. None of you. Where's your one? Why don't you practice what you preach and buy one? And maybe they are out of your budget like everyone else's. You're a goddamn traitor, sir. In the video, we were talking about how impressive that Rimac was, right? We clearly stated in there, cars like Nissan Leafs are total turds. We're gonna go back to the tape, and this is what, exactly what I said about a Nissan Leaf. Let's see that in an instant replay. I don't understand the negativity. Now, I'm not talking about some electric car like a Nissan Leaf, which is, it just looks like a nugget. It's slow for an electric car, and it's just completely overpriced. It's funny, we can't even mention a car runs a mid-eight, smashes everything in its path, and you're not even allowed to just say it's impressive. And now we're EV lovers. Mm -hmm. the, the big issue with electric cars, he's got a point. The, the performance model electric cars are uh, pricey, as you'd expect them to be, yeah. because if, yeah, but if you were going to get a gasoline engine, an ice engine, whatever, a performance car nowadays is expensive, right? Where electric cars are pricey, I think, if you want something like a runaround, like a Corolla. Yeah, they don't really exist. The, the electric car equivalent is still very expensive, but they've become a lot cheaper in the last three years and they will get better. Like, so you're not allowed to look at something and go, it's an impressive car. And one day I probably will buy an electric car, but that doesn't mean I don't like ice engines. Luke. And I'll stop liking Luke, them. Please, shut up. You've got to realize that these, pe these people live in this la-la land where they think in 20 years time, you're going to be able to go and buy a car you're buying now. No, they won't even exist. They won't exist. If you think electric cars are so great, next time you're at the videoing drag racing, well, this rate, that'd probably be another 12 months, but anyway, block all the noise out mm. by wearing whatever you can hear from hearing. Hang on, let me start this again. I can never read the English because it's like one sentence that just goes on for four pages. If you think electric cars are so great, next time you are videoing drag racing, block all the noise out by wearing whatever you can hear from hearing anything. What? and block your nose so you can't smell anything. I'll tell you what, I don't really enjoy smelling methanol up the nose because that's uh, just your body having a poisonous reaction, but anyway. Turn away when they are warming the tires up and see how enjoyable watching drag racing is. Fast electric cars will only be the, for, for the rich common man. You'll be driving Leafs, period. What? Hey, Geordie, here's, Geordie, here's, a, here's a bit of an inside baseball. Would I go to like, say, Time Attack a time attack event, right, where you go there, there's a lot of technology and there's a lot of technology in electric cars. Would you go and watch a whole field of electric cars doing a time attack event? Me? No. There is no way on earth I'd go to that. 
That is very different comparing that to saying I might have a run around as my daily as an electric car. It's Hang two, on. two this completely is, different things. This is all just stemming from us saying, look how impressive this car, how fast it is. <laughs> look, this continues. We're not talking 2K barrier here, we're talking 2 million K barrier here. What is this? Put 2 million into an XR6 Turbo F6 and see how it goes. What about the F6 you guys had on your channel a while, while back? 1900 horsepower, 7.8. 190 mile an hour or the FGX 72 at 198. I would like to get in one of those cars. Look, I would like to get in one of those cars and race the Remick down the quarter mile for pink slips. Ooh, poor EV car. But let, let's just break this down a bit. <laughs> this, this is what would really happen, okay? Nine times, if you race those cars 10 times down the track, nine times the... Uh, 1900 horsepower Barra would rattle the tires on the start line and wouldn't go down the track. The Rimic would go down the track 10 times in a row. 8586858685868. And remember, you're talking about a car that's on regular road tires. Mm -hmm. It's not on slicks. I don't even know why you have these comparisons. Like, they're just insane. I appreciate both of them for what they are. I don't know why people are getting so cut over this Rimic. It's like, it's just showing how fast the car is. And all that means is, this technology is going to filter mm. down. Before you know it, you'll be able to buy an EV as your daily drive and it will yeah, go pretty yeah. well. And I don't know why that's such a big deal. But anyway, I don't think we're not, we're get... not giving up on ICE engines anytime soon. They're going to be around for a long time, but you've got to admit, it is changing. But fullcharge.com.au could take over. Luke, we give a lot of crap to the Volkswagen Golf purely because of the, uh, the old fart DSG. Bruh. Um, we might have to stop giving it crap soon because apparently you're going to buy one, but that's another story. Alrighty then. I was watching a video the other day. Bloke had a brand new GTI. This is the one that they've changed the front end quite a bit. It's a bit, I wouldn't say it's the best looking car. Mark 8, they call it, I think. This guy always takes cars out in the Autobahn and just top ends them just to see what they're like because obviously there's no speed restrictions here, unlike our nanny state. He takes this out, it logs... Now remember, you think this is just four-cylinder turbocharged engine in it. They're not the lightest cars. Golf GTI topped out, I think, where he got to 282 Ks. And he also was running a, a decent GPS device to validate it. And even he goes 270 at a minimum, as in real speed. The speed I was saying 282. But even if you take 270, you just look, look at it and you think, look how fast modern cars are these days. A lot of people bag modern cars, but... 270 k's an hour out of a four-cylinder, which is effectively, and it's not the top of the range Volkswagen you can buy, but it's, I don't know, I reckon that's pretty impressive. Yeah, bloody yeah. It's like, uh, back in the day, if you had a four-cylinder that could hit 200, that was impressive. Back in the day, how, 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 how far back in the day are you talking about here? Oh, going back to the 90s. I had a few ET turbos, the old Pulsar turbos. I think the first one I had, I dynoed it, and the previous owner had actually run a 14 in it, right? Wasn't the fastest car, but it's not the slowest car either. Shows you how light these cars were. It dynoed 53 kilowatts of the wheels. No joke. That is not a joke. That is a natural fact. No joke. Most of those cars, you'd hit 100, say 100 miles an hour on the speeder, and it would just, they wouldn't do much after oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Stock, you think they, um, they run out of legs pretty quick. You're saying, you're saying 280. Now, do you remember that? I think in the, it would have been in the mid-90s, maybe, the Lotus Carlton. That was a four-door sedan. That thing was a weapon. That thing did, like, 280-odd kilometres an hour, didn't it? That was a V6 twin turbo. That was, yeah, twin turbo, uh, straight six. 
It looked a little bit like it was straight six, was it? Oh, I'm positive it was a straight six. Wasn't it a 3.2? Yeah. I can't remember. It was that long ago. It kind of looked a bit like a VN Commodore. If you have a look at the doors and the... Because um, wasn't it Opal, yeah? It was based Op off an Opal, Opal car. Opal, yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was a fast car back in the day. That was a bit like the WRX, you know, used for... Look, in the UK, they were sucking. I think they had that status that they were outrunning the cops. And, all, and they were, there was talk like it was so fast that typical politicians got involved. I think mm. at the time, they were... I mean, there was obviously some... They um, wanted to ban it. Oh, some, some of the extreme pollies wanted to ban it. Oh, it's yeah. too fast. Get it off the road. To, to, you know, mm. back then that would have been that would have been so much faster than mm. most 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 cars. They weren't that cheap though. From memory, they were, they were quite dear. But that would yeah, that was the fastest four door in the world, I think, at the time. Anyway, there has to be some uh, a bit of salt, Jordo, in the uh, comment section. Surely you got some there. Do you guys only talk about RX8s because you're boring as f and add a little bit of drama? I love it how they think it sucks because it doesn't produce enough horsepower. Wah, cry me a river. What? Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. I love how we think it sucks because it doesn't make power. That is a slight problem in a performance car. And then you'll, you'll see the odd comment, Geordie, like, I've got an RX-8 and it's done 140,000 kilometres on the original engine. It's supposed to be impressive that you've got a car that makes no power and it's somehow held together for 140,000 kilometres. it's impressive. Like, Look, it's impressive that they've got a, I don't know, what is it, 15-year-old car and it hasn't had four engine rebuilds. Apparently, that's a good thing, right? So, because, you know, I mean, most, most people who have, say, let's just say a 2006 sports car, whatever it is, I guarantee you 99% of them have not had an engine rebuild. It's impressive that your car has not had an engine rebuild. That's what they're saying. I mean, so what? I've been filming a few RX-8s of lately for some, some other content. And I'm kind of back on the RX-8 bandwagon. I would buy one if I can find the right one. Possibly. My issue at the moment, I'm thinking, where do I put I've got nowhere to put it. Mm. And I don't want to buy cars like some people and just have them sitting in there, you know, sitting on the street. But I, I, would, I actually would buy an RX-8, but... If I bought one now, I would probably just have one that's neat and the engine has got some compression and stars. I would not spend any money on it in terms of um, horsepower. Say that again. What's the point in owning it? Because I, know, I owned a rotary years ago and I liked it. You, yeah. you drove it probably more than I did. And um, I'd like to own another one again, but I don't really want to go and spend a zillion dollars. Oh, the RX-7s are too, too pricey now. On a rare RX that I'm worried about, I can't leave anywhere, can't park anywhere. At least an RX-8, it's just an average sort of car. Just leave it where it, anywhere, just shopping trolley, smashing into it, whatever. This R34 video just uploaded, I remember seeing this comment, there's no way this is real, it cannot be real. How is this even real when GDRs are four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, not rear-wheel drive? And he's got the emoticon. Not to mention it's on a hub dyno, LOL. All hub dynos are good for is free added horsepower for your advertisement when selling a car on Marketplace Gumtree. Only trust engine dynos or roller. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's got a point. I mean, why would you trust a more accurate tool? Why would you compare dyno figures beyond it? But hats off to this guy. He's actually a pretty good troll attempt because there's no way anyone could be that stupid. And write that as a, as a legit comment. Jordo, 
I don't know what I'm doing with my hair. I went down to, uh, I, got a, I bought a set of uh, clippers for 15 bucks and gave myself a haircut. What do you reckon? I've got the lockdown quaff going. Uh, I need to sort this out ASAP. Imagine paying that much for a Commodore that went, see you next, I can't do this again. How am I gonna do this, see you next Tuesday?